What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Blake's Take. Hope you're all having a great day. I'm Blake Neiman, and I'll give you my take on local and national sports from the Willamette Valley and beyond. Hope you all had a great Friday today. Got right into the weekend, and we'll dive right into next week. It's starting off with some more sports news, but let's wrap up in what we have going on into the weekend. Starting off with some NFL action that we've been waiting for, the wild, wild, wild card weekend that we are going to have. We are going to have two triple headers, one on Saturday and one on Sunday, broadcasted all across ABC, NBC, CBS, and ESPN. It's going to be some great matchups, so let's get right into them. On Saturday, the triple header will get started off with the number two seed Bills facing off against the number seven seed Colts at 10.05 a.m. Pacific. Then on the midday game on Friday, we will have the number three seed Seahawks facing off against division rivals, the number six Rams, and that will go on at 1.40 Pacific. And then to wrap off Friday's games, we will have the number four seed Washington football team facing off Brady, the playoff hopeful of the season with the Bucks in the five seed, and that will go down at 540 Pacific. On Sunday, the five seed Ravens will kick things off against the four seed Titans at 1040 a.m. on Sunday Pacific time. Then on to the midday game where we will have the two-seed Saints that will take on the six-seed Chicago Bears at 140 Pacific on Sunday. Then to round off the wild, wild card weekend, just a wild, I'm sure we're going to see some wild action, but to round it off, we will have the well-anticipated 18-year drought debut of the Cleveland Browns, the number six seed, facing off against who they faced to get into the playoffs in the Pittsburgh Steelers. That should be a great one. So some great matchups that we have this weekend. All of them will be streamed once again, either on CBS, ABC, NBC, and or ESPN. Look there for analysis and great broadcasting there. So it's going to be some great action that we have in the NFL this weekend, and it will really we'll see some upsets, we'll see some battles, and it's going to be a great great weekend for football. So make sure to tune into that. As far as MLB goes, we have some unfortunate and some exciting news that we have this weekend let me get the tough news out of the way first Tommy Lasorda the great the hall of famer the coach baseball ambassador incredible person who has been a part of baseball and changed the game forever he passed away yesterday and he was 93 years old the Dodgers said Friday that he suffered a heart failure at his home in the Fullerton California resuscitation attempts were made on the way to the hospital where he was pronounced dead shortly before 11 p.m. on Thursday. Lasorda had a history of heart problems including a heart attack in 1996 which is what ended his manager career and another in 2012 that required him to have a pacemaker. Lasorda attended the Dodgers game six victory over the Tampa Bay Rays on October 27th in Texas that clinched the team's first World Series since he was back the manager. It feels appropriate that in his finals months, he was beloved by the Dodgers World Series since his 1988 team. He was a great ambassador for the team in baseball, a mentor to players and coaches. He always had time for an autograph and a story for many of his fans, and he was just a good friend, Walter said. He will be dearly missed. Lasorda worked as a player, scout manager, and front office executive with the Dodgers dating to the roots back in Brooklyn. He compiled a 15-1,599 record and 1,439 losses in his uh, career. Won World Series titles in 1981 and 1988, 
four National League pennants and eight division titles while serving as the Dodgers managers from 1977 to 1996. He was elected to baseball's Hall of Fame in 1997 in his first year of eligibility. He guided the U.S. baseball team to a gold medal in an upset of the 2000 Olympics against the team of Cuba. Lasorda was the franchise's longest tenured active employee since Hall of Fame broadcaster Vin Scully retired in 2016 after 67 years. He drew standing ovations when introduced at games in recent years just because of his incredible impact on baseball. Lasorda often complained, I bleed Dodger blue, and he kept a bronze plaque on his desk reading, Dodger Stadium was his address, but every ballpark was his home. And I love Tony Tommy Lasorda and just all he's done for baseball. He will be dearly missed. Rest in peace, the legend. And I will always remember his quote that I want to promote to any sports fans and any athletes out there who are playing for a team right now. And Tommy Lasorda really, Tommy Lasorda really said this, and this is what he said mainly in his time. It's not about what is on the front of your jersey. It's what. It's not about what's on the back of your jersey. It's what about on the front. And so, if you play for what's on the front of your jersey and not on the back of your jersey, you're going to be very well off. And that's what he always said. So make sure you take that into consideration and believe that. Whenever you are playing for a team or an organization, it's not about the individual. It's about the organization and the team and coming together to do something great. So just remember that from the legendary Tommy Lasorda. And just always remember how incredible of a life he had and an impact that he had on the Dodgers. And I'm so grateful that his last game he ever got to see was the the Dodgers win the World Series this year. That is just an incredible end to his life and just God-given gifts. So rest in peace, the legend, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. As far as the exciting M- in the news in the MLB, the New York Mets made the first bold offseason trade that they have had in a while. With owner Steve Cohen took control of the team in November and ran away with it. He went out and got Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor, baby. New York Mets are going to be a battle with just that. But they also got elite pitcher Carlos Carrasco, Carlos Carrasco from the Cleveland Indians, and the Cleveland Indians got return uh, two shortstops in Andres Gimenez and armed Rosario, along with two other prospects who were around 18 to 19 years old. So let's talk about who won this deal. It's pretty obvious. The New York Mets got Francisco freaking Lindor. Francisco Lindor. Best shortstop in baseball. Number one in home runs out of shortstops and top five in any other category. OPS, you name it. Francisco Lindor, the Mets, absolutely A-plus on this trade. They are literally making the pieces just like all of the Dodgers have been setting back. The Red Sox, the Cubs are just literally giving away players. And the Padres have done well, though. And so when all these teams are holding back, Mets are going to go out and get their players. And the Cleveland Indians, I'm sorry, but I have to give like a D- minus or an F. Like you, Even these two shortstops, they're not going to make even close to half the talent of Francisco Lindor. This is just ridiculous. And... I don't know why Cleveland made the trade. I know they it was kind of inevitable due to their salary cap space and what they could do with the rest of their team and trying to do a rebuild. But I have to give you an F or a D minus on this trade for the Met, for the Indians, but absolutely an A or an A plus for the Mets. They went went out and got the best shortstop in baseball. So great win and great trade for the Mets. 
absolutely incredible to go out and get a star like Lindor. Um, as far as local sports, I got word from head coach Levi Weber, uh, Levi Weber of the Philomath baseball team today, that practice is going to start back up again. Let's go. Local sports happening in Philomath, baby. Getting back in action. And that will start on January 18th. So we're less than 10 days away. So let's get super pumped up, everyone. This will be the first time we'll have really any competitive sport, sports action since back in October when the Flomath baseball team was playing and I was covering that. So make sure to keep updated on that. I will definitely keep you posted on what's happening there. If they're going to have games or something, but I'm definitely going to keep you posted on that because we're going to get sports action back in Flomath and it's been over a long time since we've had that. So let's get right back into the sports world with that. And that will be some great action that we're going to have this weekend. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. I appreciate you all who support me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. And I will see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend.